Ring's presentation. Tonight, we plumb the depths of the human soul as we join a lost, on with the show! Yeah. Take it over to my boy real quick, bro. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so... I mean, we, we had a... We had to set the mood because this was just... I'm still, like, buzzing off last night, man. What a card. What a fucking card, man. They, now, this was worth 60, 78, whatever fuck it was worth last night. Easily. Easily. Because, man, the prelims were... I mean, if you're watching from what? I think the prelims kicked off, like, at 3? Three. 3 o'clock. So, if you're watching from then, I mean, it was just, like, high pace, fucking boom, boom. Like, I felt like... The fans were, were giving them, like, oh, shit, you know what? Like, we got fans in. We yeah, got to put yeah. on a fucking show, you <laughs> yeah. know? Um, it led to some fighters' demise. Others, it was like, I mean, it was fucked, dude. I, I mean, I'm at a loss of words. I, I mean. Bro, as far as fans go, like, amazing. it really set the pace. Like, the first fight of the night, just, goddamn, it kicked off from the beginning. Like, all the hype. It felt like, like you said, the fighters really took it into their heart that, like, oh, shit, fans are here. We got to show up. We got to show the fuck out for them and, like, put on a show. And, like, I didn't know how I was going to feel about the fans, you know. But, fuck, man. Let's just kick it off with Usman versus Masvidal, the main event. Usman getting that outstanding fucking finish on Masvidal that we did not expect at all. Honestly, I thought that, like, Usman was going to get the finish on him. But I did not expect a standing knockout like that. Like, him to get that clean finish. Masvidal took a nap on his shoulder on the way down. He was like, let me... On the way down, you know what I mean? What, what was your reaction on the fucking fight, bro? My reaction all night was this. And you said, <laughs> Kenny, too, leading up to it, he had said, he had said, the way Ma Usman's going to impress uh, me is if he goes out there and gets a fucking dominant finish on I'm, him. If if you guys have been listening, you guys know my uh, my dislikening for <laughs> Kamara Usman. But, I mean, I don't have anything against him, like, as a fighter. I don't know. I just something about his personality that doesn't seem genuine to me and I don't know. It's just something about him. Is it just he? He just seems dry, and then it seems like it's just he. His persona that he he puts out in the media is just like a fake version of what he wants like to do. Like a good guy. No, nah, not a not a good guy, but like he tries to seem like he's a like he's bad. Oh, you know, okay. like you're not bad, dude. Like you're like you're a badass fighter, but I don't think your persona is that way. You know, just carry yourself as like how you do. I I don't know. Anyway, he off gets that subject, like kind of like Colby. No, in a way, in, in a way, I feel like it's more like, oh, well, the fans are don't like my personality because I'm too dry. And then he tries to act a certain way. And it's like, well, now this comes off as disingenuine. And I don't know. Maybe I'm just maybe it's just me. I don't know. I'm, I just don't. There's something about him that I, I don't know. But he's one hell of a fighter. And I, it seems like every fight and he fights pretty damn often now. You know, I'll give him that, you know, so uh, if, if it just feels like he's getting better with every fight and it just it it's showing that striking with that Whitman, right? Fucking punch, dude. I mean, it was like something like. From Ali, like, you know, when he landed that punch and just the when the punch landed, his whole head just turned the sweat, the literally. sweat just flew everywhere, bro. And when I seen it live and I was like, oh, it's over. No. And then I was and I seen George's was. Like, eyes were kind of still, like, like he was, like, awake kind of still, you know? But the way the way he his body, like, went limp, dude. it felt like he, he woke up when he hit the canvas. And then he was like, oh, and then the hammer fist from fucking hell just... Once those night, hammer you know? fist landed, dude, he you could tell that that second one really put him to sleep. sleep. Like, oh, he was out He completely. was, like, 
peaceful yeah. napping with his hands like stuck. Like you know, you know when yeah. someone's knocked out exactly. when they yeah. when their body freezes up like that. You know. And yeah. I'll give him credit though, because like Wei Li, she was out of it in the interview afterwards. You know, how, like they don't usually interview people after they get knocked out. They did it twice tonight. They did it to. Uh, yeah, I think they did it for to Masvidal fight. too. Did they? No, I don't know about the earlier fights. Did they do it for the earlier fights too? I can't remember. Uh, off the main top card, of my head. I don't think the two like non-title fights, but I think the title fights they they interviewed all the. Well, regardless, as far as like Masvidal goes, this was actually very composed, and the way he was talking and stuff afterwards, I was like, oh shit! Like he got knocked the fuck out, but he was still like, he wasn't like, oh, I don't know what happened right there, you know, kind of like very lost. He took it on his shoulder, like he he took it on the chin, honestly, the loss. And so the punch. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So mean, coming up next, bro. Um. Nick Diaz was in the stands. If it was up to me, I think Masvidal is going to get Nick Diaz next. Mas Nick Vidal? Diaz, I mean, not Nate. Okay, so Nick, back back when, was it 2019, right, when they fought? Yep. Um, so Masvidal whooped his little brother's ass and was like, yeah, I baptized him or whatever the shit, right? And then Nick came out kind of upset, like, oh, you don't you don't say that about my little brother. Like, that's that's my baby brother. That's what he said. He's like, that's my baby brother, like. Nah, like I'm, I'm gonna get that back. So maybe you know this is, uh, just a perfect alignment for a comeback fight for Nick, or maybe even a, a bounce back fight for for George. You know, he took a whole year off between, um, his last fight against uh, or uh, Usman. But uh, I mean, I think just fuck George just really got a reality check. He said it himself, like he showed me something that he didn't, he didn't show in the first fight. I mean that power, you know, and. I think in the first fight when when George kind of like, you know, uh, landed some good body shots and, and some good punches, I think he knew like, damn, you know, I, for this fight, I can't stand with him. You know, I got to take him down and, and win my fight. So for the next fight, Usman was like, you know what? He's doing a lot of talking shit. Plus, he said he chose Masvidal. I mean, in, in reality, he did. He was like, you know what? That's who I want to fight next. That's who I want to shut up, you know? Yeah. And, and I think um, I think what he says is what – he says what he he means and he means what he says, you know, like he Yeah, said, I really I appreciate the fact that when people did say he was a boring fighter, like he would get decision wins. But after winning the title, he said, like, I'm gonna start finishing people and he has. Like I think his last three fights were finishes. Yeah, he finished yeah. Herbert, he finished um Well, technically well, not, not Masvidal, but they, but yeah, before that Colby. I mean, what Colby. are the chances too that you have two contenders that are coming up? It looks like Colby Covington's gonna be the next person that's able to fight Usman. And Usman's more active than both of his two last challengers. He has three fights in between Colby now. And then now he has, like, the other fight with Masvidal, which, like, he really only had... The Burns. Yeah, well, yeah, he had a fight in between the Masvidal fight, which is crazy to me, you know? Like, uh, Masvidal hasn't fought since that fight. You know what I mean? And, like, for him to go out and get another title shot was a little bit crazy to me already, but I'm not mad at it. At least now we get to see someone else step up against Usman, which it looks like is going to be Colby. And I'm not mad at that fight because that shit the first time around was a banger. Yeah, we do you think, uh, need that again, honestly. I think it was a definitive Usman, one win. one of the GOATs, baby. Well, definitive win if he didn't get the KO because it was like a last-second KO almost. So you think if it would have went to a decision, it would have been a little closer or Usman had the For edge. Masvidal? No, for against Colby when he beat Colby the first time. It would have been close. It, it was a, like a fifth round knockout, I think. Yeah, it would have been close, I think, because that fight was just—it was just so back and forth the whole fight, it, leading up to the fifth round, and felt like there were two and two. I mean that, but from that Usman to the Usman we seen last night, I, I mean, leaps and bounds. Yeah. Honestly, I mean, even just especially in the striking. Like in the first round, I'm like, okay, yep. yo, it, it stayed, it stayed standing, or they went to the ground, and and George was a lot, <clears throat> was a lot more uh, 
active on the ground, throwing elbows and ding, ding, ding. just just was trying to do more on the ground. He, he was active. The, he was active. He had his um the butterf- the butterflies. He had the feet on the hips. I mean, he was doing doing good, bro. Yeah. And um, so when they got back onto the feet, I mean, even George getting up, I was like, oh, okay, this is gonna be a a, a back and forth battle, you and know. And he uh, still looked like he had energy too. Yeah, and um, but. I think George, um, I think, got a little too confident. Like, okay, you know, I can get up now, you know, and, I, you know, striking is my game. You know, like, he was getting, like, a little too, like, to me, it didn't seem as serious. And Usman just was locked in, like, dude, I'm going to knock your block off. Mm-hmm. That's how the whole time, like, even in the first round, uh, Usman started throwing wild towards the end. Yeah, he was. You know, Some and, wild shots. Like, just... It wasn't fighting smart. It yeah. was fighting like you know what I'm trying just to murder this guy. Totally, yeah, yeah, yeah. And after the uh, the first round, I think he he maybe got a, a stern warn, warning from Trevor, like, hey, 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 touch him, touch him. They just just you know. And ultimately, that's what ha- that what led to the finish is what he just threw a jab and just followed the right cross after. And you know what's a trip though is that now that I think about it, some of the big shots that he was really throwing like heavy were looping around like that right hand, but very very loopy. And then the second round, he comes in right hand, super straight, straight, just yep. right on the money. And then, like you said, Masvidal just wasn't respecting his power, and he even said it himself. He thought he had pillow hands the first fight. So, like, just there alone, like for him not to go in and respect him, like now you have to put respect on Usman's name. He gets a finish against Colby, gets a finish against Burns, gets a finish against Masvidal now, who a lot of us didn't expect. And then on top of that, like, like he's on a championship run, getting finishes. Yeah, this is like this is the way to do it. If you're a champion and you want to be a dominant champion and have your name be on the GOAT list, like, this is the way to do it. And he's on the biggest streak, right, for welterweights in the whole division. And I think just in history now, he has the most, like... He has, like, 16 second. or 17. He has the second most uh, behind Anderson Silva with 16. Oh, okay. Um, but shit, if, like if, you're, if your name is up there with Anderson Silva already and you've... I mean, he's been in the UFC for a minute. Cool minute. Uh, Usman's been in the UFC for, uh, I would say... About eight years, you know, I could be wrong. Could be more, could be less. Um, but with that being said, I mean, in that short amount of time, you've you've accomplished so much. You, you're a champion. You've defended your your belt what four times, five times already. Seven, seven years in the UFC. Too. Seven years, and I mean, it it was earned. I'll say that for sure. It was damn earned in the UFC because he wasn't just given a title fight like after two fights in the UFC. You know, he 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 made his name. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And um, still yep. not a fan of him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I'll, hey, like I said last time, uh, that when he knocked out uh, Burns, uh, you know, he has my respect. He, he's, he's one hell of a fighter, dude. Like, he he's showing us, like, he he can get better. And he is. And, I mean, age I think him going to Trevor Whitman was the best thing for him. Fucking go- gas. That's, that's, you have now, you're working with all this, this raw talent still that's like, his wrestling game is just levels beyond a lot of people. And then as far as, like, the striking, that's where he was really lacking before. And then you have a perfect striking coach like Trevor Whitman that can keep you calm, keep you centered, you know? And, like, credit to Trevor Whitman, man. This is the third person he has that's a fucking that's top of their game right now. Gaethje can still come back and be one of the best at fu- fucking 155 just because he fought Habib. I mean, that's very hard, you know? But as far as Rose goes... I mean, do you want to go into that already, the Rose fight, or do you have anything else to say about the Masvidal? Uh-huh. Um, I just kind of wanted to touch on I me. Mean, who do you think is next for Usman other than Kobe? Um, I mean, honestly, they I mean, obviously that fight is always there because it's, yeah. you know it's it's a rematch. It was back and forth, you know, when it was when it was 
happening. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, he got the finish, but it was that's like another fight that we can say, okay, you know what? Maybe let's see how part two goes. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? So, um, and then Leon Edwards part two. So I was thinking that too. Maybe I was he has like, a, stu- a couple of fights that fights. can that can line up. The only thing I was thinking is with Leon Edwards, it's gonna take a little bit of time because they still have to see the results of him and Diaz. Of course, I think he's gonna get the W on that. But as far as like the fight for Usman. Dana White in the post-fight press conference said, Colby's the number one contender. He's like, we want to make that fight next. Usman came in and said, I want to have a full camp for Masvidal, and then I'll go take a full camp, and then I'll fight Colby. Because he didn't want him to be the the person that just like replaces him just in case if anything happens. Because, I mean, that's kind of smart. You're fighting at the highest level, one of the best guys. Like, It looks right now like Colby's going to be next. And in that fight, I'm honestly favoring... Usman, because we were talking about it earlier, it doesn't seem like Colby's gotten a lot better. And he's switching gyms, too, from the last time they fought. And who knows? Like it, That's like a lot of instability when you're trying to get better. And Usman is kind of like putting the pieces together to become one of the best. You know, he's seeking new new training and stuff like that. Who do you, th- you think is next? And if it was to be Colby versus Usman, I, who would you have? I, gi- I give the edge right now to Usman. I mean, he's showing... Just his fight IQ. I mean, like to switch it up from from the first round to be throwing wild, and, and he got kind of caught up emotionally yep. in, in the fight, and that just shows that he's well coached and that he's coachable. Yes, you know, because if you're in, if you're on your in your corner and you're like, hey, you you know what, you're 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 doing too much. You're loading up your punches. You're you're trying to knock him out. You're gonna you can knock him out. Just touch him. You know, do what you what, what the fundamentals and literally. It was a fundamental knockout. It was yes. a, it was just a one two, you know, or or a one one three technically, but it was I a mean, one go to sleep fool. <laughs> one two three sleep <laughs> yeah. fool. Take a take a nap right here. I now. mean, fuck, um, Usman is, is looking like nobody can beat him. He's ran through the whole division. I mean, next the only two fights I see for him left at the division is uh, is Leon if he gets past Nate, which I <laughs> I think he will. Do you think at Kobe? Uh, do you think it's out of pocket? me to say as of right now Usman is number one pound for pound no it's not who would you have in front of him right now as far as men's go as active fighters men, men yeah active, active men's fighters? fighters that are still on the roster uh, there's n- there's no one I, there's no one off the top of my head I that mean can, that I can think of like yeah. I feel like with that many defenses who, who else in my is heart Usman has it like, who else is undefeated know. in the UFC and is a champion I can't. I mean, Izzy has just Figueredo lost. I guess Izzy is still at 185 undefeated. Has Figueroa lost? Right. Yeah, Figgy's lost in the past. Yeah. He lost to someone. Uh, he lost to someone that got cut recently. What was his name? Um. Uh. Fuck man, that other flyweight. Anyways. No, but uh, any but other I names <laughs> I could think of are like the women's fighters, like Amanda. But yeah. Even then, like that's Amanda and Valentina, thing. like they got some um, losses on there. Yeah, Amanda's not undefeated in the UFC. Mm-hmm. Uh, Valentina is not undefeated in the UFC. Like really, all I can think is Izzy right now. Like Izzy's only undefeated at one eighty five, but he's, I mean he went. He's probably up, pound for pound number two, right? Like it has to be Usman number one. Madness, madness. All right, uh, so let's go into the fucking Rose versus Whaley fight. Oh yes, Thug this Rose, Thug fucking Thug Rose, Rose, bro. I'll let you kick this off. What the fuck did you think about it? I mean, if you had me on Instagram, you knew you were probably annoyed by my story. Yeah. You're like, I'm the best. I, I was just like Thug Rose. Thug Rose. I mean, I was I was a few chelas deep. You know, so. Last night, though, we were all hyped. I'll give it like, man, we, this is probably the most excited we've all been for a long time, too. Though. I'll tell you this, though. I did not expect out of all the fights on the card. I didn't think this was the only fight I thought going 
it was gonna go to decision. Yeah. Five round war. Yeah, me too. It was just gonna be back and forth. It was gonna be like, oh my god, who, who who's gonna win? Who's the winner? It was gonna be one of those. Exactly that. It was the only fight that wasn't that. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It like, started so good. And like, then. it was just like a filling out process. The whole, the minute, minute and 18 seconds it lasted. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it was a filling out process. Okay, leg kick, leg kick, leg kick, back and forth, you know? And then it was a question mark kick that had me like, what? Like, it had me questioning, like, what the fuck just happened? You know, like, that kick was just so well timed, so well placed. It, fuck, dude. I'm just, I'm still. I can see it now. Just like Rose, just so calm. The, the foot, the the footwork, just bouncing back and forth, and just out of nowhere, high kick, bam. Dink. And then the way Wei Lee just fell back, bro, just crumbled, like just literally just flat, flattened. I was like, oh, she's out, you know. And then the the punches yes. to follow and i mean like i was saying earlier i mean rose is so good at, at on hopping on her opponent when they're hurt yeah that oh it, i knew when it landed it was not it was night nights over lights out it Dude. was and way lee was ko'd bro face down on, yes. the, on the on the floor and i mean and honestly i didn't i didn't have i mean i did have a, a dog in this fight i mean i guess i wanted i wanted rose to win i really yeah. did um can't blame you. But, I mean, I wouldn't have been upset if Wei Li won either, you know? It was just one of those fights. It was like, you know what? I don't care who the winner is. I just hope this is one hell of a fight. And yeah. it was just the cherry on top that Rose just got her belt back, bro. It was just one one, one hell of a story. Incredible. Like, yes. just yes. to win the belt, to 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 have have all these weird feelings, and, and ultimately, like, it was like personal stuff in it, like inner inner demons that kind of led to her demise in the and the Andrade fight. Yeah, and then to take a whole year and a half, two years off or whatever it was, and to just rebuild herself, bro, and come back. Just she's a fucking warrior, bro. Honestly, I I think I I've always had something for Thug Rose, and she just man, she just she won she won me over for the fucking third fourth time <laughs> last night, dude. I mean, dude. shit. What what a what a fight and you know just to see how emotional she got you know after the fight was just like it made made us emotional yeah I, I was crying I was crying <laughs> Joe Rogan was crying I was crying after a while I was just like like literally I looked over at Jess and I'm like teary eyed as fuck my eyes are all like damn you're the best bros you're the best I believe it you're the best and then no, when, but she, when she said to herself like I'm yeah. the best you could see like like not only did she believe it but Fuck, dude, she showed everything. Yeah. Like it was just so heartwarming when Joe goes, Joe goes, you were saying to yourself, I'm the best, I'm the best. And then she just, uh, like, laughs and goes, I am the best. Like, you guys just seen what I did. Like, for her to go out there after, like you said, her whole story, losing the belt pretty devastatingly on a knockout that was just so bizarre, you know? And, like, for her to be able to, like, recompose herself and, like, the feelings that she felt after that fight. Just in general, talking about not being sure if she wants to fight ever again. To go from there, to come back and beat the girl that beat you on your re your your fight back. So you beat Andrade with a pretty pretty good performance. You had your little moments where she was struggling with her, and then to go on and fight someone like Wei Li, who is considered a lot to a lot of people one of the best ones, like fighters right now, the most dominant fighters on a twenty one fight win streak. Mad credit, bro. Mad credit. Like I can't say anything else, but. Rose, I honestly thought she was going to go out there and just 
outclass her in five rounds, go to be able to go to the decision. But when she got that kick, it looked like Wei Li was really thinking it was going to come low. She tried to duck up and move her hands out and get out the way, but she didn't see it coming up and going through her guard and just hitting her it straight on the chin. such a weird it, kick. It was so fast that it just went through her guard. Literally, like, she thought it was coming low, so she she went out of the way, and, you know, ob- obviously her hands naturally went yeah. high, and it literally just crept through the guard and just caught her on the chin. Just caught her. She just, didn't expect that shit. I mean, that question mark kick had her questioning everything. When she woke up, she was <laughs> yeah. like, what do you the mean? Days. And uh, I felt bad for her, bro. Like, when someone gets knocked out like that and they wake up and they're just like, what do you mean the fight's over? And they're, they're, the opponent's cheering, the fans are going crazy, and they're just, like, coming back too. Like, you can just see the confusion in her eyes, bro. It, it was kind of sad, but. And then this goes on. C- can I ask you, did you think it was a just stoppage? Oh. Because uh, oh, it's a no. narrative right now going around on Twitter. Like, bro, I looked up um, – the post-fight press conference for Rose Nami Yunus, and a lot of the comments were just, it got stopped too early, and, like, a bunch of shit, like, talking shit on her yeah, and I was stuff. making jokes about Keith. I was like, he probably smelled like cigarettes and beer. That yeah. Night, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, nah, dude. I mean, it was just, I mean, I don't I don't know if you want her to go and get more damage. You want to see her bloody, blood, like, bludgeoned. You know what I'm saying? No, that's not the sport. The no. sport, she was, I mean, the rules say once you go out on your face, I mean, you're, you're done. And the way really she fell, she literally back. Yeah, her arms were under her. Her face was flat on the ground, and she was getting pounded on her face. I mean, she what, felt like Stipe. What? Exactly. Both her legs just gave out, bro. Boom. That's how you. Man, I think we talked about this before, like the levels of knockouts. Like, yeah. You know, and that was like a level four right there, bro. Like the yeah. limbs just yes. gave out, and she just fucking hit the ground, and it was like it was just like a Masvidal thing when she hit the ground. She kind of came to a little bit, but then those punches came in and it was it was over. Yeah. Even when she stood up, bro, she was wobbly as fuck. Yeah. Okay, le- you let him let her stand up. What? What's gonna happen She's next? She's gonna take another couple punches and that's yeah. it. You know. And do you want damage? You feel like, like uh, not a rule change, but like kind of like in boxing, how they give them like a ten count almost to like recollect themselves a little bit. You see, like this is this is ground fighting, bro. She hopped on her as soon as she had her hurt. Kick, boom, flatten. Oh, jump on her. Bink, 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 bink. You know, it's like, well, what the fuck you want her to do? She, like, like you, I don't know, bro. It's it's like, you. no matter, you're damned if you do. You're damned if you don't. Yeah. Because then they would have been shitting on Keith. Right, well, I guess regardless, they're sh- trying to shit on Keith Peterson, right? Because they stopped it. Stop it either too early soon. or too late, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, if you stop it too late, it's like, oh, well, you didn't give a, a shit about the, he- uh, the, fi- the health of the fighter. And then, you know, it's like. Then you get moments like that Sean O'Malley like walk off TO that he tried to do where like exactly he looks a little cocky or arrogant if he doesn't go in for a finish or like if a guy gets knocked down he doesn't feel Ro- like Rose is just a, a different type of fighter, bro. She's the kindest, sweetest person outside the, the, the ring or outside the cage, but in the cage, bro, she you you gotta pull me off. And you know, there's just those type of fighters. You you gotta pull me off and let yes. me know this this is done. Stop, 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 this is done, this is done, this is done, stop, stop, stop. Okay. You know, cause if not, then you, you like I said, you you would have seen a bludgeon fighter right there, and then she would have been out longer. Yes, and then it, yeah, it's just no nah, for the health of the fighter. It was a great stoppage. It was a hell of a knockout, and you know what? She, Wayley even had a tweet. Uh, I don't know if it was translated. I'm pretty sure it was, but um, she came out and said, you know what? I have a deeper understanding of the UFC. You know, you win, you lose. 
there's fighters that lose and come back and look at there's Rose. She used Rose as an example. Yeah. She lost, came back, won the title, and she goes, So I'm gonna come back. I'm gonna come back greater. Hell yeah. And boom, there's the motivation somebody needs right there. Yep. So, sometimes you need to get your lights put out <laughs> to and, come back better, bro. And you're on a twenty one fight win streak. You only have one loss, and you said it was her first fight in in her career, right? Her professional career. Whaley's first fight in her career, yeah. She loses. And then from there on wins twenty one fights. Wins the rest of them out, and if not dominantly by knockout, I mean you you seen even in the UFC she was her looking fights like were coming in strong. Yeah, she was coming in strong. It was looking like who's gonna beat her, you know. That's why I thought, oh, Rose is gonna go to war with her if yeah. if Joanna went to war with her. But yes. then Rose fucking put you to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> All right, so this sets up the question: um, What's next? What's yeah. next for Rose, and what's next for Whaley? Because it looks like they want to make either the rematch or. Rose said that later on this month is going to be Jan Xiaonan versus Carla Esparza, which could be a number one contender fight because Jan is a beast. That girl is a fucking s- a murderer. And then Carla Esparza, she's been on a good run too lately. You can't. I don't like her. She's not my favorite fighter just because the way she fights is a little bit boring to me. And on the feet, she has no fucking chance. But I would like to see Rose get her redemption in a title fight against Carla Esparza. I that will say that. Fighter, That's uh, when she yeah, lost the right, first the versus, final. Yeah. Yes, yes. She lost the very first time to Carlos. So, what, what I like that'd be cool for, for like full circle for her to beat her, you know, as the champion. But what do you think's next, Kenny? Do you think Whaley should get that immediate rematch? Do you think she's done enough to deserve it, or do you think that Rose should look to the next competitor for now? Let Whaley get a little bit of like get something under her again, a W, and then get back to it. Um, fuck. That's a that's a tough question because what what. What contenders out there that's like, yeah, you know what, they deserve the title shot against Rose next. I can't. I can't tell you it's Jan. I can't tell you it's uh, uh, Carla Esparza. I can't. T- I can't even tell you it's Mackenzie Dern. You know, even on the run that Mackenzie Dern's on, I can't tell you. Oh, oh that Mackenzie Dern and, and Rose next for sure. Who who's out there? Nobody. I'd give I'd give Whaley a second shot just because, like, mm-hmm. you know, oh, uh, maybe it was a freak KO. Who knows. But then again, that's kind of discrediting Rose, you know? That's like, yeah. well, she went in there with a, a full-on game plan. No matter where it was going to go, it yeah. was, she was ready, and she... I mean, I don't know how much more... I don't, I, I, can't, I, I guess you can't really say it was dominant, but... I mean, you get a first-round finish in a minute and a half you, almost. Yeah, what are you, like, there's, what no, are you, you know? there's no disputing that. Yeah. You're undisputed. Like, <laughs> really, <laughs> literally. Like, there's no disputing. Like, well, I didn't catch that head kick. Well, what do you mean? We Everybody in the world just saw you take a deep take head. A nap. Take a nap. So. Yeah. Um, I guess from a ranking standpoint, no, dude, I, I can't even say Jan. I mean... I'd probably give it to Mackenzie Dern just because of the sh- the the run that she's on. Is Mackenzie Dern in her class or Shevchenko's yeah. class? Is she really? That's what she I've been thinking she's uh uh Shevchenko's class this whole time. Now that's what that's what the um the beef not not the beef but there was a problem with her making one fifteen for a while. Oh. Yeah. So um I don't know I can't say that's that's the next fight. I think Rose should maybe run it back, and I don't I don't think Rose would wouldn't mind honestly. Yeah, I'd like I to see that rematch. I don't think she'd mind. So you would like want to see it back too. Like yeah, so but she's uh, like, I'd defend my belt against. I her. guess my question more is, uh, would you guys rather see like a quick turnaround and like them make it right away, or like another full camp, or maybe like in half a year? 
Well, she has the concussion protocol probably. So For chances sure. are she's, she's going to be out break, six months at least because she has a concussion. So now she has to. Let her brain fucking just relax for a bit, you know. And Rose isn't the most active fighter. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I I don't see her like thinking six months is too long of a layoff, you know. She did say in the post fight press conference. I will give her a little bit of credit. She said she wants to be more active than she's been as far as being a champion and just a fighter in general. She's been wanting to be more active lately. It's just circumstances have cut her off. I mean, COVID kind of caught everybody off, so you really can't blame her there. She took a couple hard losses, too, related yeah. to COVID. I mean, Andra. Oh, yeah, she did her family, huh? She yeah. co- lost a couple people. Damn, that sucks. Honestly, so the beginning of she COVID ba- is bad. That just makes her her victory just that much more powerful, bro, because she was fighting for a lot more. Like, I know it was kind of kind of controversial when she what she said about uh, rather be red or dead than red. And yeah. You know, when she gets kind of political, it kind of makes things dirty, you know? For but sure. But she was fighting for something, <coughs> excuse me, like fighting for something more than just herself, you know. In a way, she was fighting for like, you know what, my family came from um, a country that was, you know, uh, ruled by communism, you know. And she, I think she, she was like, you know, my family, they gave me everything here, and I think it's just a lot of, had a lot to do with, you know, family, yeah, and then where she's like her heritage and. Stuff like that, you know, and I think it's she just had a lot more than just I want my belt back. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? yeah, I and and you know what I like too about that is that she didn't only, she didn't say that and then go out there and act like a complete jackass like to Kobe. Whaley. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> she went out there and was still shaking Whaley's hand in the faceoffs and being very respectful the whole time, you know. So like, I like that she didn't make it really like a like I don't like you, Whaley. You know, it's like more I don't like where you're from your and country. I'm using this as motivation for me, you and know, it, like, and even, even that might even sound wrong. You know, I don't like where you're from. I don't like what you stand for, but it's not even, it's, it's tough. Like I said, when you, when you, when you mix politics with, with sports, it's like, uh, it gets ugly. Yeah, it's damned if you do, damned if you don't. Yeah, you exactly. Know. Exactly. All right. So, so with, yeah, with that being said, fucking, we got a sniper rolls. on our hands, <laughs> the bullet, the spy, the assassin. She's like the real life Black Widow. She's a real life spy, bro. She she could be whatever. Like honestly, I if you want to have a secret agent, that'd be Shevchenko. But but she'd look. You'd be like, yeah, you're a spy. Like something's wrong with you. If you seen her in your regular life, you didn't know she was an MMA fighter. You'd be like, something's crazy about you right now. Like you got you got that vibe that's murderous. You know like what I mean? That Russian vibe. Yeah, oh, she, Russian vibe. <laughs> she knows like five six languages. She's a martial artist. She. Loves guns. Um, she can fly planes. She does Lalo dances. Me she God has, damn, like, I military mean, training or something and, like, and shooting weapons. She does, like, like she does those, like, uh, shooting girls, you know what I mean, when they go to, like, a gun range and they have, like, the little thing. Yeah, she's <laughs> she's a savage, bro. She's Honestly, a fucking she, she's, she's crazy. I mean, she just showed her dominance. She took, like, the only route I thought Andrade probably had winning the fight was taking her to the ground, and she was just like, I'm going to take you to the ground, and body locked her and slammed her how many times? Like, four or five times? At least. And then in the second round, just wrapped her up in that that crucifix and just started raining down fucking nasty elbows, those short, quick rabbit elbows, just, you know, like, and yeah, cut her open, started, started bleeding, and she, I mean, that was, that was it. All right, you know? so let's set the scene for a little, like, for people that don't know All like, right, what rewind, happened, you know what I'm saying? Rewind. So, First Valentina round, five minutes. has been so fucking dominant <laughs> on her way up, right? 
we have Andrade coming in from a lower weight class, going up weight classes. She had her first fight against the number one contender pretty much for that weight class, Shikagian. Ends up beating her by a fucking body shot that was just super heavy. She looked very strong in that fight, just in general. Ali over here, she's out of the bone. And then afterwards, hey man, relax, bro. He's, he's going off right now. All right, so she goes out there, and then Andrade, she's a powerful, powerful fucking girl. She looks so strong against Shikagian, and then I really thought that she was going to have the power and be able to, like, get get Shevchenko down with some of her wrestling. But it just looked like Shevchenko was just too big. When I first saw the, fa- like the face-off at the weigh-in, I was like, oh, no, Shevchenko has size on her. She doesn't – she's not going to be the smaller fighter. She's not going to have no muscle on her because she's strong. Shevchenko got sick strength on her. Whenever Andrade tried to pick her up and scoop her, like, she just leveled down very well, used her body weight to just keep her centered. And she did amazing, man. Honestly, Shevchenko is just so fucking dominant. Does she drop a lot of weight to reach 125? I doubt it. That's, like, her true weight class. Uh, I think she she's a true 125-er for sure. Yes. Uh, she probably walks around 130, 132 at the most. You know, like, she, I think she's she's one of those people that just takes care of herself in and out of fighting, you know? Like, I think her lifestyle is just is just fast-paced, fast-paced, so she has to keep make sure she has, like, a fit body type. You yeah. Know what I mean? But with that, with that being said, I think there's no one left at 125 either. I'm about to tell you, this is why I'm looking up the rankings right it's now. Like, man, like, fuck it. Her and Amanda like Nunes, only, yeah, part that's three. The only, that's Run the only it. way. Run it back. There's They're nobody, both too dominant. There's... There's nobody at 135. All right, so it back. let me just go down the 125 list, give you guys an idea of what we got For going what on. what reason? <laughs> so number one is Andrade. Okay. Number two, Shikagian. Uh-huh. Number three, uh-huh. Lauren Murphy. Yeah. Number yeah. four, Jennifer Maya, who already lost. So we got three of them already in the four that lost check, already. Check, check, check. Off. Cynthia Calvillo, Calvillo. There's Joanne Calderwood, Viviana Araujo. She's fucking strong. Honestly, I'll give her credit for that one. Jessica I. Roxanne Modafferi is nine. And then we got Alexa Grasso at 10, who's just got to that weight class. I honestly, nobody. it doesn't look good. I mean, the whole top 15, like Miranda Mavericks, 15th. Jillian Robertson, she's 15th too, still, even though she lost her. And then uh, Macy Barber's 14. Aren't they trying to make Macy Barber versus Miranda Maverick? Just Anyways. You know what? We'll give Valentino the, the winner of uh, Figueredo and uh, <laughs> Moreno. Fuck it. I mean, who else is she going to fight, bro? Cejudo's comeback fight. Cejudo's comeback fight. That's it right there. And, I mean, you seen how that ended. Fucking, she got her, She got him in a rear naked choke right there fucking in the club. All right, bro. Or, where was it? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> they were so, somewhere. I, I'm scared to even get into this next topic. I'll say that. Because it was just so devastating and such a freakish occasion that it left me like screaming. I mean, what do you, all of our reactions immediately were just ah, like, you know, complete shock that it happened. Chris Weidman versus Uriah Hall. Fucking Weidman goes. This was absolutely disturbing. Oh my Um, God. If you haven't seen the video, I'm sure it's out there on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Go to right. What a Trips podcast Instagram. I posted that shit on there. It's, uh, it's pretty gruesome. If you if you don't viewer discretion, if you yeah viewer discretion is 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 advised for damn sure. <laughs> I just want to sure. say like the fucking irony that it happens to Weidman out of like Dude, anyone right? else having that happen Bro, to him. Okay, or so Anderson Silva like doing last night they were like this has only happened like three times in the w- in MMA history, and 
obviously off the top of your head, you're like Anderson Silva. And who, who did it happen to? It was Chris Weidman and Anderson Silva. And, bro, that was the nastiest thing I've ever seen live. Like that. I me- Okay, yes. I remember Anderson versus Silva. I mean, I, Anderson versus Silva. I, I remember Anderson versus uh, Chris Weidman. And there's an asterisk right there if you want it. I remember immediately Silva was like, oh, like he was already in, like in pain. Yeah, as soon as it landed. When Chris landed this kick, it wrapped around Uriah's leg. And then he didn't feel it until he stepped back, bro. And the leg just completely just snapped, bro. And it, yeah. God, I want to say I can so show it. So if that's it. enough for you and you don't want to watch the video, I don't I don't blame you. I think I can show it on my phone and they won't take us down because we have like the, because we, it, like my face will be in it? the image. <laughs> oh. No, you know, like my face is in the image. And I think. Uh, no, you know, it's on everywhere on Twitter right now. I feel like honestly. it's just like bots, just like taking them down. So if you right can away. find a way to work around it or something like just it's look easy. for it. You yeah, know, it's not uh, hard to yeah. find. It's uh, we, we don't want to we don't want to show you that kind of gruesome stuff Dude. because, you know, some people don't have the stomach for it. You know? It's literally something that you have to make sure you have the stomach for, because after a bit, even you last night were like, I can't see it. I don't want to see it. Yeah, you know? I was done. I was over it. I was like, you know what? That's really bad. Uh, I mean, I used to watch Scarred for those of you that watch Scarred on Scarred. MTV. Oh. The I fact mean, that they show that on TV, like thinking back, like damn, it's like gore. Know. It's gore. It's literally that's one of the goriest okay. incidents I've ever when seen. When it happened live, they didn't take the camera off of Weidman for a good ten seconds Whoa. at least. Yeah, because I feel and like they, they uh, poor guy, like they had the camera on him and he's laying on the ground in fucking agony. I don't even know if that's, I don't even know a word that's worse than that, bro. He was in like the worst pain I've ever seen anyone. Yeah. He was. And they just had a close-up on him, and his leg is literally just, like... Morph. Yeah. <laughs> it was just, like, like like a Gumby. Like, just his leg was just, oh, let me just bend it this way. And, yeah, that shit was very bad. And what are the chances, and man? What I like just... I just... I, I wish him... I wish him well. I... A speedy recovery. I hope he can walk soon. I hope they are able yes. to save his leg, because yes. that was devastating, dude. And, um... I mean, from from what I seen on Twitter, uh, I followed this guy. He check his he's a doctor. He used to be a um, a sports medicine doctor. Okay, is he that one guy that comments on the injuries? Yeah, there's Doc- some guy that does YouTube videos. His name is Doctor Chow. Injuries. He does. Oh, no, Doctor Chow. He does uh, football. He used to be a, a the Chargers um, uh, team doctor, and so now he's retired. And he he does like a lot of people just like when when it's football season. You know, people are tagging him like, oh, you know, what happened with this player? And then they tag him in the videos and, oh, it's it's pr- potentially this, potentially that. It could be out this week. And this, you know, because he's a sports medicine doctor. Yeah. He sees injuries all the time. So when he seen that, he was like, oh, regardless of how gruesome this video or the injury looked um, with uh, with constru- reconstructive surgery on the fibula and the tibula and and rehab, he'll be um, back in six to eight weeks. Shin bones connected to the... <laughs> I was like six to eight weeks. I was like, damn, that's fast, you know. But they're gonna be putting plates, rods, yeah. and all kinds of. I feel like in his that's probably six to eight weeks till he can like walk again. Not like, like is if that he fully can healthy walk again, because like yeah. Alex Smith, he's a he used to, um he just retired. If you guys aren't familiar with him, he's a um, quarterback for the or he used to, he used to play for the Redskins. Oh, the Falcons. No, he used to play for the Redskins. He used to play for the Chiefs. He used to play for the Forty Niners. Uh, he got drafted by the Forty Niners. But anyway, um, he got his leg tangled up in a nasty tackle a couple years back and almost lost his leg c- due to complications Fuck. from surgery and you know just
Rodgers made a, a huge comeback. He was comeback player of the year last year. Damn. And so it just looks something similar to that, dude. Like, that's going to be a, a process. So I, I, I really hope that Chris Weidman can just recover 100% and there's no yeah. complications because that shit was, was scary and it, it was – it was gruesome. It was it was bad. I tried to check his Instagram to see if he uh, released any comment yet, but he hasn't posted anything yet. But yeah, he's supposed to go into surgery today, so hopefully everything goes well and he's able to like get back to it quickly. You know, I don't know. It it sucks really bad because he's so late in his career, and this is like him finally getting into a better shape. It seems like this is the camp that he was really starting to put more things together. As far as, like, Wonder Boy, how he talked about him and how Anthony Smith talked about him, it just seemed like like this is a very, very bad time for a very, very big injury like this to go down in his career, you know? And, and like literally it was the first strike of the fight. 17 literally seconds into the fight. Right, 17, 18, whatever seconds it was. Like, it was the first strike <coughs> thrown. He just checked it and... Even like a clean check either. Yeah, like that's what I was saying. It, it was just a straight check. Like it didn't look like clean because it, it looked like it hit him on the outside still. Yeah, I think it hit him more on the knee. And yeah, like right here, like where this knee. Uh, hit yeah, Valentina. he just he just bent his knee. So like that's like when you when yeah. you check a kick, you're supposed to bend your knee or like turn your shin out. Put it, yeah, turn your shin out and bend your knee because if your shin sh- obviously if your knee's straight and it kick your leg, it could buckle. And yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I seen a uh, Valentina touch on it because they asked her in the in the post fight. They're like, did you see the Weidman injury? And she was like, yeah. She's like, that's why I'm not like a big fan of the whole calf kick technique or uh, leg kick. Cause like, if you hit someone in their knee or like, or they check or whatever, like, you know, it'll fuck you up too. Like, so she said that a lot of like bigger fighters are like, the championship fighters don't throw a lot of the, the leg kicks or like calf kicks as as often. So I mean, I mean, the kick the kicking game is, you know, we've seen it with Sean O'Malley. You know, like, well, shit. I don't know if you want to already jump to a crew. I mean, let's do it. Like, another freak fucking injury. Okay, so, yeah. Kick it off, another kick it off. fucking freak injury. Another calf kick. A damaged, uh, damaged a leg. So, Anthony Smith, Jimmy Crute, you know, they're exchanging leg kicks. And Anthony Smith hits him just right on the back of the tendon that runs behind the knee. Like, just like And Sean it deadened his whole leg. Literally, his foot locked up, his toes curled, and he just had no control of his his leg anymore no. <laughs> he even said like i that's why he he took him down and just after that was just trying to grapple well, let, him. i mean let's give him credit though jimmy yeah. crew was fucking fighting well, he, his ass right. off bro hey, he was credit, able to get the takedown. takedown yeah he got a takedown on one foot like dude was able to get the takedown and actually be able to hold him down for almost, a majority of the round and almost submitted him got, got <laughs> yeah. his back so imagine that got his leg fucking deadened and then t- choked him out that yes. would have been a that would have been like I think for sure, he even said because I think going back to that, like they did interview him after the the yeah. loss because uh, oh yeah, yeah yeah and they asked him I was like yeah my plan was just try to go out there and pull guard and try to fight on the ground like because like I knew it was yeah. fucked like it was fucked pretty much and dude even when he started walking back and they were really looking at him like are you okay he started walking he back like you guys walk. seen him he was yeah. walking back and he's like let's go <laughs> <laughs> like oh shit he, like he walked forward and it like he had like a little limp to him but he walked forward good and so the doctor was like okay all right and so then when Looking he walked good. backwards back. his ankle just like i said like he he couldn't he had no control of, <laughs> of his leg anymore so his ankle didn't want to stay straight so he did it rolled again it buckled when he walked backwards and she was devastating and the, the doctor was like yep that's it, you know. And I mean, after seeing that, you're just like, what? 
bro. You, you can't, can't continue. Fight, yeah, you can't continue. You're gonna be fucked. And like, do you think that was a perennial nerve issue, or do you think he oh, actually yeah. blew some stuff out in his knee? No, I think it was uh like that. He had that perennial nerve, and um, it just dead in the leg. Have they released anything? Any info about his injury? I don't know. Yeah, I, I could let me let me let me check see if he has anything posted. Do you think he'd have it on his Instagram or his? Uh, let's see, Jimmy Maybe. Crew. Yeah, it's like they didn't or seem because well, I mean, Weidman's injury was like a freak injury, so they did take him out like on the stretcher and straight to the hospital. But like you know, Jimmy Crew was able to walk out and like go to the. Back. I think Jimmy Crew's gonna be fine. I think it, if anything, it it was probably like. It was probably just like a nasty Charlie horse on that that nerve and. He probably had if he didn't roll his ankle that too shit bad. Was swollen. He for sure rolled his ankle. He like, was well, yeah. like three or four times. <laughs> he, he looked like his a ankle. baby yeah. deer, bro. Like it's just it's sad. Yeah, maybe here. Can I read his announcement? Was oh. this is his last night post oh, immediately after the fight? So it says, "I would have rather gone out on my shield. Anyone that knows me knows I would have fought on. I fought on one leg before and would have done it again. I wanted to bring the win home for Anzac Day more than anything. Guess it just wasn't meant to be. Lionheart Smith, thank you for the opportunity, brother." No one else in your position would have the balls to risk their spot in the rankings. They don't call you the Lionheart for no reason. This sport has the highest of highs and the lowest of lows. And I don't even know if it's worth it sometimes. That's something I would need to think about. Thank you for your messages of support. I wish I could reply to everyone. Just know that I'm fine. Just gutted. Damn. He's probably going to get like some MRI scans on his knee and his ankle to see. Because he was rolling his ankle really, really badly. At some points, I was like, oh. It's I don't not even like good. want to think about the damage he caused when he was like forcing himself to get that takedown or like yeah, try to I use that know. foot, like because it was all locked up. It was yeah, just yeah. limp. Yeah. It looked fuck. like, or it just was locked. Yeah, it was just like. But to like fight like that, I mean, it, had he had another minute, maybe a minute and a half, I think he could have finished Lionheart on the ground Ooh, with the submission. Would've, he would have got him with a near, rear rear naked choke, I think, and um. It was just unfortunate, you know, and I think even in the second round, I think he, he would have went straight. Like he said, he, his plan was just go full guard or try to take oh. him down, you know, and. Okay. All right. So last words on Jimmy Crute and Anthony Smith. What do you want to see next for him? Um, well, Jimmy Crew probably going to stay at 13. Uh, so he'll probably get a top 15 guy. Maybe he can uh, revenge his uh, loss against Misha. That would like that. Enough, that'd be cool. And then for Anthony Smith, Anthony Smith, keep being one of these gatekeeping kind of guys. Yeah, because I don't see him fighting for a title again. Hopefully, he gets better. I mean, his jab looked fucking clean. He, even when yeah, he fought Glover, it was fucking clean. He like, was, he was, even Jimmy Cruz said he was jabbing my face off, so yeah. I had to take him down. And uh, I completely forgot about Glover. Do you guys think he's next for Jan? Yes, oh, they already have it scheduled. Yeah, it's in uh, May or June. Uh, I'll look it up right now. It, See what day it is exactly. But uh, the light heavyweights isn't too stacked, and then even then, I think next week, Dom is facing Dom Reyes versus Yuri Prohaska. We'll get to that later. That's all right. So we'll go on to the feature prelim. A fucking crazy, crazy submission. Something that I don't think I've personally seen in the UFC since I've been watching it. A one-handed rear naked choke. That was pretty cool, huh? Like Oliveira versus Brown. Okay, so. Randy Brown is pretty damn long for that yeah. 170 class. They were both fucking big, though. And so when he landed that right hand, I was like, oh, that's over. And then, um, yeah, he just got onto his back and then just locked in the, the rear naked choke with one hand. He used his hand to lock onto the back of uh, Charles Oliveira's shoulder yeah. and literally 
until they went to the ground, and then he was able to get another hand free to, to lock it up. But by then, Charles was already not Charles. Um, Alex. Alex. Yeah, I said Charles Oliveira. Yeah. <laughs> Alex Oliveira was already tapping, bro. Like he was already he was gonna get put to sleep if he would have already got that second hand in. You know? It just blows my mind that like one arm. He was able to get that that pressure on him with that one arm, and Oliveira was doing good to fight the other hand so that he wouldn't be able to clasp it together because it was under the neck already. It just locked it behind his own shoulder, bro. Yeah, he was really? in too deep. Early. You know what he did? He like leaned over a lot into it. Like I used think his he chin, tried, huh? Yeah, to get that that pressure extra down and make it squeeze more onto Alex because once he started doing it, you could tell his face was just like, oh shit, like it's starting to it's starting to clamp like down. This on is me. a real choke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and <laughs> it, it started off fast, like. That's another fight, like you said, that just is a quick finish, something crazy like this card. Uh, just uh, two things alone. I mean, the freak leg thing would have been something memorable. Rose's knockout would have been memorable alone. Masvidal's alone. And then, like, the two fights that were, if you think about it, Kenny, like, Jimmy Crute versus Anthony Smith could headline a fight night all day. Oh, Uriah yeah. Hall versus Weidman could fi- headline a fight night all day, too. So the card just mm-hmm. alone was For not sure. disappointing. And all the fights lived up to their expectation. And then you go down to the prelims, which we're going to talk about a little bit, and, like, all good fights, too, even if it's people that we don't really know, like, very well. It all bangers, bangers. I'm not disappointed in this card at all. So let's go on to the next fight. Was it the Roberson fight versus um, uh, Brendan Allen? We can talk about that fight because I don't really want to talk about Dwight, 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 Dwight Grant. Grant and yeah. Them. But There's yeah. only a couple. I, I really um, do want to talk about. Let's, um, let's let's touch on Brandon Allen and uh, Carl Roberson for sure. Okay, go. But this fight was it was it was back and forth. You know, it was it was it was a good fight. And then when it hit the ground, Carl tried to go for a a, a leg lock. And yeah. when you give when you when in the leg lock game, you're giving up a limb too. You know, you're 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 fighting a, a to take that. To take that leg, and you know Brandon Allen, I think he, I guess he's um he's been training with Wagner Rocha. Oh, yeah, he's he's like a sick uh, uh no gi uh, submission. Uh, yeah, if you know Wagner Wagner Rocha, just the name alone is really big in the jujitsu world for people that don't know. Yeah, for sure, he was on um submission underground not that long ago, and so I guess he he's been training with him, and he uh yeah he he locked up that heel hook, and you. And, and at first, I thought it was like, oh, he locked up the leg and just, you know, maybe that knee. But it was the straight ankle and the heel. Just, yeah. I think he torqued it like nasty because Sweet. both his knees were bent and they were they weren't straightened or nothing, you know. And I could think just the torque on the on the ankle because it, uh, Carl didn't get up the rest no. of <laughs> after the fight. He was fucked after that. You could tell his knee was blown out. There was a moment, his knee or his ankle or something was yeah, done. There was this moment in in that little sequence where like. Like, Brendan Allen did very well to talk about it later on. He pretty much said, once he tried to grab for my ankle, I grabbed for his quickly. And once I seen, like, I was able to lock my legs together and he didn't let go of me, I knew I kind of had it. And then you see when he's pulling, pulling, you see um, you see Roberson just kind of make a face like, oh, shit. Like, at first, oh, like, you know, it hurt. And then after he taps out, and, and then, then he's like, ah. it's just too late. Like <laughs> yeah. like Joe Rogan, and I've never felt that position, so I don't know how it feels. But Joe Rogan and them were saying it goes from zero to a hundred. Like yeah. you don't feel it, and then you fucking feel it terribly. So him not being able to stand up afterwards, he must have fucked something up I in his leg. Honestly, I didn't see that fight, but I could just imagine like him just on like full body lock almost on his, just his leg and just. It was like yeah, exactly. Ankle. Like he just got his leg. He wrapped. <coughs> he, he wrapped his feet. This straightened his leg and then he just 
he already had the the ankle and the heel under his armpit and just torqued it and just pulled and so can I talk it. about one thing really quickly? Sabatini versus Tristan Connolly. Tristan Connolly going from one seventy all the way to one forty five in his one forty five debut. Sabatini looked like a fucking little beast out there. Yeah, he, he got in a car accident and just I don't know why he decided to go down with the one forty five. He said a lot of people that he was training with were at that weight class, so he was like, I just felt comfortable and I was able to get down there pretty easily. He was getting hit by Sabatini with some really big shots. One of the reasons why I wanted to bring up Sabatini is did you see that injury he had at CFFC? No, I, I I'm oh I'm not too familiar with this guy. I, all I know is that he's from Pennsylvania. And, and he, uh, he was a, a like a top notch wrestler in, yes. in college and high college. school. And he won wrestler, I believe. Yeah. So when he's at CFFC, this guy has an armbar on him, right? And so he has this savage ass armbar on him, and like he's pulling it, pulling it. You see that elbow? You see that shit, bro? Oh. Comes out, and then look, he's still pulling. He screams at one point. Oh no. And then look when he stands up and gets away from oh. this. Hold on, look. You look at that shit. <laughs> Completely bent. What a savage. That is terrible. That was one of the worst arm bars I've ever seen. And oh he didn't even God. tap. He didn't even tap. The reason why they stopped it was because the ref saw the injury and was like, no, we can't That's do that. <laughs> you can't continue, I can't bro. imagine having that That's much not adrenaline okay. where you don't even feel your bones snapping. I'm, I'm, so, I'm sorry you guys had to see no, that. But you know what's <laughs> crazy? He said that it was only a dislocation. He didn't really tear anything on his arm. Oh my Some god! How do you not tear everything like and break your arm? It's just dislocated. Like, that reminds me of kind of like the Tony Ferguson one because that shit was deep, <sighs> deep armbar. Like, well, that was yeah. disgusting. <laughs> that one was. This one was disgusting. <laughs> I feel like if Charles would have had some more time on oh, on, on the shit. clock, he would have for sure broke Tony's arm because Tony was not gonna tap. All right. So, do you want to talk about the Mongolian man, Dana, or Mongolian man? Dana. Is that his name? Mongolian murderer. They said. I think. No, that's okay. a Mongolian guy. No? no, that's a different guy. That's Let's not him. No, 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 no. Let's talk name. about Dana Batrigal. This guy, we that's, we what, see that's what I was talking about. <laughs> oh, that's yeah, the Mongolian. I think he's Mongolian. No, his nickname is Storm. Oh. <laughs> it's not Mongolian <laughs> murderer. Is he from Mongolia? I don't even know how Guys. I feel about that name. Really? Yeah, that sounds pretty. Uh, even on the broadcast, they were like, "Wow, I didn't think uh, Bruce Buffer yeah, would put so much <laughs> emphasis on that." <laughs> but um, yeah, he trains at Jackson Wink. Um, Dana, and he fought uh Guido Canetti. Remember, he he, he got like a pretty too, right? a pretty good knockout, and then uh, once again just finishes uh, Natividad. So, dude, with a devastating first round, nasty finish. left hook, bro. That and you know what I felt bad too is that Natividad had gotten finished in his last fight, and we really like he went to go seek a uh, sports psychologist, you know, to kind of help him with those little. Those little bounds right there, of and course. then he goes out there and gets finished like this again. Like I just felt so bad for him because once he came to the realization that he just got finished, he just like fell back and just was like, "Fuck!" You can tell. I bet you he cried. I bet you he cried. Rodrigo Vargas versus Hong Zhu, bro. Hong Zhu is a 21 year old kid, first fight in the UFC, but he was on a, a streak. You're 17 and four as a 21 year old kid. That's a shitload of experience. That's a lot, and he didn't look bad in his moments. That he looked good, he looked really good. But he just—it's one of those things that you get into the UFC, like Manel Cop kind of thing, and you just don't throw enough. But credit to Vargas because Vargas looked fucking good. His striking was really solid. 
there was moments where he got hit really bad, but he kept his composure for the most part. Putting up for that the ass Mexican out. chin, bro. Some Mexican <laughs> chin. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, that's an honorable mention, and I think, uh, Molina and I, yeah, we should mention fight of the night. Yep. Um, Jeff Molina versus, uh, I don't know how to say this guy's name. I'm sorry. Richie Lang. Richie Lang. Oh, Richie Lang. Oh, Richie Lang. Yeah. Oh, Richie Lang. That's how they said on the broadcast. That's how I remember. Okay. Um, this fight was fucking crazy. It was going. I was at Chili's getting drunk (laughs) (laughs) and I'm watching the fights on the Chili's. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm watching the fights, and I'm like, "Oh shit, this is going back and forth." Even even uh, Jeff was was rocked a couple times, or once or once or twice. He was like, "Oh my god!" Oh, let the man in the back get some. <laughs> um, yeah, it was back and forth, dude. This was uh, for sure. When I was watching this fight, I was like, "Oh, this is early fight of the night." If nothing, if nothing else, this is probably early fight of the night, you know, and. Uh, this just set the. This just kept setting the tone. This not setting the tone, but just carried the this tone and the vibe and just oh. the pace of the of the night, bro. Dude. It was just amazing. It was, it was fun. It, this was a banger, and then you go from the very very first fight of the card. The two girls, another girl that's debuting too. No, actually, I think she had four fights in the UFC already. But Liang Na or Nang Liang, I believe, because it's backwards. Um, she came out there and got that big. Shot in the beginning of the fight. That overhand right clipped her. Got her, the other girl down, but she went, got too eager. Jumped ahead of her. And was really, really trying to get the like the finish on her. And then just gassed herself out completely. Okay, let me ask you this. Do you think the demise of all the Chinese fighters this night, last night, mm. was due to their um, their corners not being able to be there? You know, I, they had a lot of visa issues. Yeah. Um, and I they guess had coaches. Uh, you know, yeah, literally that whole. Th- the, um, I guess the UFC has like a a, a PI out there in in China. It's called the the Chinese Fighting Academy. So with that, these kid these kids get scholarships, and they um they train under the UFC's um, facilities, and they get everything that's provided by the UFC. You yeah. know, and they get a, like a scholarship to fight. And um, a lot of these fighters were coming from that. That facility I and think those four, right? They were miss, yeah, and they were missing their their head coach and their corners. You know, the only one that I think that was there was Song Yudong, but he lives in California, so I'm sure he was able to travel to Florida, you know, mm-hmm. and um, and be with the his, you know his Chinese fighters, and it was just unfortunate. I think it maybe it, it, it was like probably a start of the, of the demise of the Chinese fighters that night, just having the lack of uh, coaching, maybe. And you know what was fucked too, especially for that her fight, is that Song Yudong seemed to be the only person in her corner. Like it seemed like no one else was there, and like it seemed like a last minute thing. Too. At the end of the first round, she was like dead tired, yeah. couldn't even and get up. She didn't really. even stand up, and he literally had to pick her up and drag yes. her to the corner. You know, like no, okay, okay, I drag her, but like <laughs> walk her over to the corner. You know, and, it was and like, even then she was stumbling. Like fast. I thought they were gonna call the fight. You know, like uh, if she had not st- stood up, yep. or if he not bring her, like brought her. Up, it would have been over right there, but um, yeah, that was a good way to start the night, though, for sure. The pace was just—I mean, just an overall. The fans helped set the the vibe and the tone. I was gonna ask you. So the biggest thing is first fight with fans. Overall take, did you like it? Even going from like the weigh-ins, the press conference, all the way they do it, you know, because it's it was more of a spectacle this time. Like the beginning, even the press conferences, they weren't. 
like Usman got booed it most was of like, the time. It was like 2019 again. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> it was just like it was it felt nostalgic in a way. Like oh, we finally got these fans back. But uh, like I didn't like the boos. That was the most annoying part. It was just the es- booing, especially on the Chinese fighters. That was yeah. they just showed the 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 racism and the like. You kept Florida. hearing USA, USA, yeah, like and then Florida. Then you again, know what? It's always they it always expected. go for like the since it's usually in the U.S. Yeah, they're always like going for the U.S. Yes. fighters. Oh, they're in Florida. I mean, come on, they're in Florida. But then you got one chant that I was really, really supporting that I backed very kindly. It was a uh, "fuck Jake Paul" chant. Fuck. I Jake really liked Paul. that one. Fuck they Jake asked Anthony Paul. Smith about it, and he was like, "Oh, they were chanting that." He was like, "That's right." He was here. It's like, oh, they got in a scuffle because they told him about the DC thing, how he got in his face and talked shit to him, and he was like, "Hell yeah, fuck Jake Paul." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he was there to uh, watch Masvidal get knocked out, I guess. Get to sleep, Machi. Fuck. All right. So, next week, we got Reyes versus Prashaska. Let's just talk about that really quickly. I actually think Bang, there's some other bangers on the card. I could have sworn that Cub Swanson's on there. Yep. Versus Giga, Shikadze. That should be a really good fight. Mm-hmm. Young. Dark face from uh, the Cranberry Ridge. <laughs> yeah. Cranberry Ridge. Dude, his reenactment of it was so spot on. Just to go over the card really quickly, I actually really like this card, to be honest, because I like Young Kutalaba and Dustin Jacoby. You know for sure that's going to be a striking battle. D- Ian, we got uh, Marab da- Dabash, yeah, Dabalish Willie versus uh, Cody Stamen. That's that going to be, be one fight. fight. Yeah, you know, J- Cody Stamen is always going to be someone that's going to be in the fight the whole time, no matter what. And when he actually is able to put on a full camp, I feel like he's even better. When, when he came on short notice a couple times, he just looked like he gassed a little bit too quickly. But Sean Strickland, man, versus Jocko, that should be a really good fight, too. I'll actually, Jocko, or sorry, Sean Strickland, didn't he just beat Brendan Allen? His last fight, I could have sworn he just beat Brendan Allen. I believe he did. I believe he did. Yeah, he knocked him out. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. And I'm like, shit. On the prelims, it doesn't look like nothing crazy. Ronda Marcos. Gabriel Benitez, that guy that fucking cut his knee savagely. Yeah. Kai Kamaka's back. It's nothing too fancy. It's it, it looks like it's more of a main event yes. type of night. So, um, with that, let's move on to our new uh, segment. I guess right. This. What are we gonna call this? What are we gonna call this? We should call this. Let's make up a name right now. Oh, five like rounds of hell. Five rounds of fury. Five championship rounds. Five uh, rounds of pacificos. Question. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um. My boy on Instagram hit me up. My boy Derek Lino, shout out. Um, he hit me up. Shout and out he said, um, "Was the only reason Masvidal got knocked out is because he got too cocky." He said that. Ooh. You think he got too confident in himself, and that's why he got knocked out? You know what? I agree. I, I want to so. say yes, but I want to say. I don't want to. I don't want to say in a way that it decri- discredits Usman and what he did because I'm good on. He um he had such a good performance and like that finish was the strike was just so clean. It came so clean and precise through the middle, and in a way, I feel like those sloppy shots that he had at the end of the round kind of set up that shot. You know, I don't know if it was intentional or whatever, but he looked so good. And then, like you said though. Masvidal did get a little bit too confident in the way that even he said that Usman had those pillow hands, that he didn't respect his hands, and he ended up going out there and doing something that he didn't ex- like. He didn't see before. like He didn't see that from Usman, like a finish in the second round with a big shot like that. In 50, I can't remember the last time he, seen, he did that. In 50-odd fights, 
George Masvidal has never been. So what do you think about that question when you hear it? I think, yeah, Masvidal just got uh, overconfident, bro. Like, he he just thought, you know what, I can take his punches because he didn't hit me with anything last yeah. time. And even right now, he w- he's not hitting me with anything, you know? Like, yeah, he took me down, but I was kind of damaging him on the ground. Like, I think he just got, co- like, overconfident. Like, and he even said, like, I was prepared to wrestle for 25 minutes, you know? Like, I did so much wrestling, and, you know, he hit me with something I didn't see coming. He had his... Not that he had his hands down, but I don't think he had full guard. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And just got caught with a nasty right hand. And just got yeah, it was just a little too overconfident. That's a good one, honestly. Yeah, that's a really good question. That was good. Shout out, Derek. That's a good question. All right, can I, do you want to go, Alexis? Go. Yeah, I have some. Uh, best fighter to have never won a title. Oh. Fuck, that's hard. In history or like, like yeah. it current or right now? Yeah. If you were to say current, Wonder Boy, that's that's who I would say, Wonder Boy, because Wonder Boy is just so clean. He's such a hard matchup for anybody. I think he's gonna beat Gilbert Burns. Wonder Boy, I'm locking that in. <laughs> Caught pretty off guard with these questions. That one's off guard. That one's off because I thought it was gonna be about the fights. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Currently, like <laughs> it kind of threw it off a little bit. But let's if we're to go about the fights, can we? Can I? Uh, can I sim- throw one in? Did you guys think that the fans played a detriment into Wei Li's demise? Because Wei Li was getting booed all week. And it was really bad. Like, I honestly, when I looked at her face, I thought that it kind of played a part into it. Because she just looked like, like, damn, what the fuck? Like, all these guys are booing me, like, savagely, you know? And she's going into Rose's hometown. Like, the same way Andrade went into... Way Lee's hometown, like this is the same way back. You know what I mean? Like it's kind of reciprocated. I mean, I think just it's just America being America, bro. Like them being like, yeah, you were wrong, you were wrong choice. And I honestly thought she gained a lot of fans from America after she gained the title. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. May I I became a fan. Hell yeah! You know, I was like, oh my goodness, she's cool. That's why I, I that's why I said I didn't I didn't mind if uh, if she won. Know, but you know, it's just the g- that's the game we play. You know, it's the fight game. Yeah, you know, I think. I, think she, I don't know if that affected her because I feel like she would have probably got a little bit better. I feel like it was more like she got caught off. I feel. I feel like they were like both composed. That come, yeah, they were both composed. They were both fighting composed, calm, and I think it was just like white noise to them. Mm. You know, for a while, and then I think when Rose won, it was became. Let me embrace this moment, you know. Yeah, and I think it just it it, it just made it even that much more emotional for her because I, I think if there sure. wasn't any fans, I think she still would have cried, but I don't think it would have been as powerful and as much more of a like a moment. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It would have been more like hell yeah, this is this is dope. But now that she got to see a a stadium of fans and Full just got back to first time back and just shit. just got a a, a roar of applause when she won, you know, I think that's just a great feeling too. Like, I mean, we watched it back before we started recording and do that. gave me goosebumps just seeing her land that kick and just the, the roar of the crowd. Cause that, that's what I missed. Honestly, when you, yeah. when that's what these fights miss. Yes. There's been plenty of knockouts like since COVID and all this stuff. But when you have that crowd of just, <sighs> you know, when, it, <laughs> when it happens, it's like, ah, oh, that's just, it, it adds more to it. I think, you know, and, 
Yeah, I think to some fighters it may pay a detriment, you know, if they're not used to the the, the noise and the lights and the big the stage, you know. Yeah. But to others, I think they just shine more. It just gives them that extra boost. You that know? Um, yeah, it it really really play, played a factor, honestly. The and fans. and Rose just was just locked in, bro. I I can't get over how that victory, yeah. bro. I just it was it was beautiful. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> it was beautiful. <laughs> it was literally, amazing. like the way her whole story ends up playing out, and and this to be her finish on the fight back, the card back, and like the whole card itself was was amazing. Like I can't, I have no no things bad to say about it at all. Nothing bad to say about it at all, honestly. Do you have another question from your... Uh, yeah, you know, I have another question from my uh, my little cousin. Shout out, Daniel. Shout out, the man. <laughs> he said, are these our modern-day gladiators? Hell yeah. Definitely. Most yeah. definitely. Who do you think is, if the, like, the toughest people around? Like, I don't think it's boxers anymore. Like, I think it's MMA fighters because, okay, yeah. No, you, you got these boxing, guys named Jake Paul that are YouTubers. That got money, that were born with money. Now, all of a sudden, I'm a boxer. What the fuck is this guy? You know, I'm a fighter. I knocked out Ben Askren. I'm a fighter. Like, bro, you're making boxers look bad, you know? I love the sport of, like, combat. Yeah, combat sports. Like, it's just, it's it's entertaining. It's fun. It's yes. just, like, it's exciting, you know? And and you got guys like, you know, Ryan Garcia and, and um, you got, you know, the tank. Uh, Javante. Yeah, Javante Davis. And, you know, you got these guys, these real boxers, you know, and then you got guys got like Jake Paul making millions of money just to fight some washed up wrestler named Ben Askren. We didn't even talk about that because it happened last week. You know, and I think it's just, it's just kind of frustrating, you know. But, um, yeah, these are our, our modern day gladiators, bro. It's so far as entertainment and instead of death, you know, it's. Nap and and it just piles of money, you know. <laughs> hey, uh, so so last week was Jake Paul versus Ben Askren, and during the broadcast, it was a little weird. Like oh, I don't know if you saw sure. a trailer. I don't whole. know what this trailer Fight Club is, but you it seems pretty knock knockoff, like like freak show. You know what trailer is the app? Nope. Trailer is an app. It's like a TikTok kind of thing. So it's like an entertainment kind of app. Lots of social media. But they didn't even promote it at all. Their whole fucking event. They didn't promote their app at all. Like, it was really just about the spectacle itself. And, and like, some of the stuff they did was really weird because Pete Davidson was there, you know, kind of interviewing people. He went into Ben Askren's locker room, like, literally. He was, like, right roasting everybody, right? Yeah, like, and at one point, like, Ben Askren tells him, like, do you like Jake Paul? And he's like, no. Like, And he tells him why he's, like. He's like uh con like cocky and stuff and he just like thinks too much about himself and he's not a good person. And then like it was just a weird scenario and then on top of that he even interviewed Jake Paul too before that. He had Jake Paul too. And then one of like the biggest yeah. things that I seen coming out of it was the whole Oscar de la Oya thing. Did you did you see that at all? Did you hear any of his commentating or anything? I didn't, but I know there's some <laughs> controversy about like him being drunk or probably all some. Can I play a little? I'm gonna play a little bit of this. Everyone was, like was making fun that saying he was like your drunk uncle at the barbecue saying. Yeah, he I was just about it. to say it was like it, there was a bunch of memes saying that like your your fucked up uncle at the barbecue and he was like I'll take anyone on <laughs> or some shit like. This that. is him talking about my cousin. <laughs> Guy, but how is it 
Good feeling high for the first time. Well, I will say this is probably the first boxing broadcast on which I've gotten a contact. Get him back on the mic. Come on. He goes on a little rat and he just starts talking about stuff. And I'm like, dude. Oscar's in rare form. He's like, yeah, this guy's on some shit today. Hey, he's like he's faded. And then Frank Mir, it's because I can too. You gotta tell us. I can too. Who are you leaning towards? I can you tell me? I always fought the very best. Okay. There will not be an exception. He is supposed to come back. Honestly, there's a lot of controversy about this. Let me shout out to my son. Fight the best. What it do? I think, yeah, for sure he was uh, on on one. It's good to say this. Oh, Let's Dana. See. Oh shit. Oh shit. You gotta say Dana. Huh. Uh, well, with that being said, I mean, this was a fucking crazy week, man. <sighs> what a fucking fight card, man. Honestly, I think. Um, I actually think is wait, hold on. I think next week Bellator actually has a pretty big card. Who? Rumble Johnson, Bellator, bro. Rumble Johnson versus <laughs> Yolo Romero. Like, wait, who? You don't want to <laughs> see that fight? That Maybe like three years, four, five, six years ago. This is like that 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 your, Tyson versus. These <laughs> your like your your <laughs> uncle and your grandfather fighting <laughs> yeah. in the backyard Rumble when it should have happened 15, yeah. 20 years ago. No, I'm just kidding. Let's see. Does it happen next week? No, this is April ninth. Mm-hmm. All right. Anyways, thank you guys. For listening, I mean, uh, you got anything else to say about this whole week? Because, fuck, it was madness this whole fucking week. You know, I actually do have a pretty uh, interesting question. What do you think about Usman going up to 185 and fighting Robert Whitaker? I saw you tag me in that. Honestly, I would really like to see him go up to 185 because he's a big 170, and he has, like, a lot of skills. He's just getting better, but... I think Robert Whitaker would... bro. Fuck him up. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I was just thinking about the like Robert Whitaker is such a tough matchup because I he think has he good would wrestling. destroy Usman. Honestly, yeah, I think he would destroy Usman because he's so quick and so strong, and he has that ability to get in and out, in and out. Good takedown wrestling, or like you know, takedown defense. Like he just, yeah, wh- you would really think he'd like yep. finish him. Oh, I, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. with that head kick, bam. I don't think anyone's hit Usman with a head kick. No, that 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 one that comes with the that jab. That one just and, like, you know, yeah, bro, right that head kick. Shoulder. No one sees that shit coming, and if that shit lands on Usman, crucial lights out. I think Whitaker for sure could finish Usman. There's levels yeah. to this shit, bro. That's why there's weight classes. There's you know, like yeah. they separate these killers. You know, um, yeah, dude. I don't know. Yeah, I, honestly, I don't know him going up to fight some, a monster like that. That's that's a really tough matchup. Like just to give anybody Whitaker alone, like Whitaker has earned his title shot again. Oh, I mean, this was just made. We we got uh, we can talk about it now or maybe later. But I mean, like going in line with this, Whitaker has been looking so good. He's been looking like he deserves another title shot, right? But then there's Vittori coming out of the woodwork. <laughs> coming out of the woodwork, they did say that they went to Robert first, though. They said they went to him first. He didn't want to take it because it's so quick. Too soon, yeah. Yeah, and he has to go back, do his quarantine back there. So he's like, fuck it. Let me take this fight. And Adesanya was, like, so stuck on making this one. And honestly, I got my boy Adesanya, but 
I didn't expect them to make this fight just because Vittori, like, he he's on a good run. I'm not going to lie. He's on a good run, but to get a title shot, I don't know. Like, he beat Kevin Holland. Like, Brunson just beat Kevin Holland. You know? Like, same shit. I guess because they have the backstory, that's the best part about it. But did you expect this matchup to be made? No, I didn't. Be honest with you, um, I think because of how soon it is, I agree with Robert Whitaker. You mm-hmm. don't want to give with the whole COVID and the quarantine and training camp and all that shit. You know, I think later would be better for both fighters. You know, for sure. Um, but him against Vittori again. I mean, Vittori gave him one hell of a fight last time. It was a split decision. Adesanya's gotten better since then, though. So. Mm. You know what I'm going to say because it's pretty biased. So, Adesanya wins. Yep. I agree. <laughs> I agree. I think this time he's going to be able to close the show because on the feet, Vittoria really doesn't have a chance. The only way he's going to win is by uh, getting that takedown in. And even then, even though Adesanya got taken down by um, Jan a lot, I feel like he's going to be able to get a little bit better with this one. But Vittoria is huge, man. I think he's going to have his moments at least win a round or two maybe. Just with the fact that he can get him down on the, like, the open. Shit. I don't know. Last night was crazy. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of Smoking from the Sidelines. If you can, subscribe on Spotify, Apple. Go follow on the Instagram. Go on YouTube. Subscribe especially. I appreciate it. Yeah. Kenny, what you got to say about that? Uh... He needs some milk. Damn, that's Weidman for sure last night. <laughs> but yeah, thanks for listening. Follow me uh, on Twitter at Mr. Kenny with two Y's at the end. Yeah. Oh, and, and Instagram too. A big shout out to the people that ask questions. If you can go on the Instagram and shoot some questions for the next event, we'd appreciate that. We'll make this a new little segment at the end. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. We out. Thank you guys. <laughs>